Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to Recloseted Radio. In today's episode, we are talking about sales strategies to increase your revenue. And I'm really excited to get into this episode because you have all really enjoyed the last few episodes I've been doing about increasing your sales and scaling your brand. And I know this is going to be another juicy episode, so make sure you have your notebook and pen handy and let's dive in. If your goal is to increase your revenue and your sales and to scale, then having a sales strategy is really, really important. And the first step is to always know where you're going. If you've been listening to the last few episodes, you'll know that I'm a big proponent of knowing your business goals and having a business plan. So the first step is to actually forecast or predict what you think you're going to be doing in the next month and the next quarter and the next year. And so you have a benchmark as to what you think your success will look like. And then as the months go by, you can always compare against that benchmark and see if you're on par, if you're maybe below or above, and then you can adjust accordingly. And so that's really important. Even before we talk about the strategy, we need to make sure you know where you're going and you have a forecast as to how you're going to get there and what that looks like. If you've never done a forecast before or you're listening to this and thinking, I don't know how to get started, there are two ways you can go about this. And with our clients, I always recommend a mix of both. So you can always do an annual sales forecast to begin with. I think that's the easiest and it doesn't have to be January to December, although I think that's the cleanest way. You can literally just start from right now. And then what you do is you plan out for the next year how much you ideally want in sales. And I like to call this a top-down approach because you're going to look cohesively at the year and come up with a number that you would ideally like to hit. For example, for your top-down approach, if you want to hit $100,000 in revenue, so 100 k this year, that could be your aspirational target. And then the second way you do the forecast, which is what I always recommend to our clients as well, is then to do the bottoms up approach. So what you're going to do is break it down into a month by month view and really drill down about every single month how much you think you can make. And you can factor in things like your collection launches, you can factor in historical sales data around maybe some months you have more sales and maybe some months you have less. So make sure you take into account any seasonality shifts in your business. And then you can take a look and see every single month how much you think you can really push yourself and your brand to make, and then add that all up and then see if it aligns to your top-down approach. So in my example, it was 100K, but for you, it's whatever you want to make. If you find that your top-down approach and your bottoms-up approach, the number doesn't align, that's okay. I don't always expect it to align right away, but what you can do is then start to tweak. So let's say your goal is 100K, right, in my example, 
And when you add all of the month's estimates up, you're at 80K, then maybe you want to see which months you can really try to amp it up. And if you don't think that's realistic, then you may have to adjust your top-down approach goal. And this is a bit of a finessing and a bit of a estimating and guesstimating type exercise. And I always say that your forecast is an estimate and it's a hypothesis. You never know what's going to happen and it's never going to be 100% accurate. But it is still really important to do this exercise so that every single month you at least know what you're working towards and what your target is in order for you to be on track to hit your annual goal. So if you've never done a forecast before, I highly encourage you to do this top-down approach. So really think about how much you want to make in the next year. And then also bring it back down to reality by breaking it down every single month how much you think you're going to make and doing that bottoms-up approach. And then playing around with the numbers a little bit. I do want you to be realistic, but I also want you to motivate yourself as well. So don't just set the same goals that you had last year and just assume that it's going to stay the same. I definitely want you to push yourself, but then you also want to be realistic. So if you have historical sales data and seasonality data, that's where this will become really handy. If you've never done a bottoms-up approach or you've never had to go through your data and translated it into a forecast, I'll just give you a quick overview of how we usually do it with our clients. And I know it's kind of hard to visualize in a podcast, but I'll do my best and you can always replay this part if I'm going too fast as well. But some of the key data you want to look into is, for example, your current website traffic. So how many people are going to your site? And then you also want to look up your average transaction value. So for every single purchase on your site, what is the average amount someone is buying? Is their cart $250? Is it $100? Is it $500? What is that average transaction value? And then you also want to take note of your conversion rate. So for every single person that visits your site, how many of them actually purchase? And the industry average you always want to try to be around is about 4%. So those are some really good numbers to have. And what you can do is take your current website traffic, times it by the conversion rate and the average transaction value, and then you should get a monthly sales estimate. And I know that this can be a bit confusing. So we are going to have a free sales workshop in September, which will be really exciting where we're actually going to show you how to do this. So make sure you subscribe to Recloseted Radio to hear about the workshop and also follow us on Instagram at Recloseted so you're up to date. You can turn on posts and story notifications as well so you don't miss out because we do have limited spots for this workshop. But anyways, you want to look at your website traffic, your average transaction value, and then your conversion rate as well. And then you multiply all of that data together and that will give you every single month how much approximately you're going to make in sales. Granted, you never know what will happen, right? You could get more website traffic, you could get less, your average transaction value could go up or down. And obviously, it's an average transaction value. So that means that someone could spend $20 on your site, and someone else could spend 200. But we're just taking an average right now as a hypothesis and as a guess for you. And then of course, your conversion rate can go up and down as well. So there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of moving factors, but just remember that a forecast is always your best estimate. It's never going to be 100% accurate, but it should really help you make some rational business decisions 
and also show you like which months are really, really important for your business and you need to be killing it. And maybe which months you're able to rest and recuperate and really strategize. Having a forecast is so important. So make sure you have that first and foremost. You need that plan. And then once you have that plan, that's when you start to strategize. And that's what I talked a lot about in the last episode, in episode 85. So make sure you go back and listen if you haven't already. But you have your forecast and then now you need to figure out how you're actually going to achieve your goals. Right? So If you have a previous year's worth of data, then you'll know exactly what you did last year to get to the revenue figure you did this year. But because this year we are aiming a little bit higher and the goals are higher and the stakes are higher, that also means you need to amp up your sales strategies and your execution as well. So that's where the forecast comes into play. So let's say you want to do 10% growth next year or 20% or 30% or maybe even 50% then you need to analyze what that gap is between what you're already doing and where you're already at and where you're going to go. And then what we're going to do is determine how we close that gap. And that is the beauty of the sales strategy portion. Like you're still going to have your standard sales strategies that you did last year. And this is also a really good time to reflect and analyze what you did before and see if there's anything you would ask, anything you would improve or anything that's working really, really well for you and you want to double down on. You always want to monitor every single thing you do. You want to know where all of your sales are coming from. You need that data in order to make business decisions. You can't just guess, you can't operate in the dark. So it's really important to know where people are hearing about you, why people are buying, what price points they're buying at, and all this other stuff. So always have the data always be monitoring things, always be testing things, and always be on the lookout for how you can tweak and improve things as well. So when it comes to your standard or business as usual sales strategies, take this opportunity to go through some of the data and see if there's anything interesting that sparks your eye or anything out of the ordinary or out of the blue that you might want to double click on. And then I also want you now to take the time to reflect on your organic sales and marketing levers and also your paid marketing and sales levers. So organic means that you aren't spending any money. So for example, your social media, your emails to your subscribers, any events you do in person or virtual, et cetera, et cetera. And so take the time to reflect on how your organic sales and marketing levers are doing And again, think about what you may want to do differently this year to achieve your goals and what you may want to amp up and really double down on. When it comes to your paid marketing levers, definitely take the time to analyze this as well. Your marketing budget last year probably will be smaller than your marketing budget this year, at least hopefully, because if you want 10% to 50% growth year over year, then you're probably going to need to invest in some marketing. And so, What you did last year is a really telltale sign of what worked and what doesn't work. And so it's really important for you to go back and analyze any Facebook or Instagram ads you did, any Google ads you did, any influencers you worked with, potentially any press you did, or affiliate marketing you dabbled in. Just anything paid-wise that you did, you for sure want to analyze what went well, what didn't go well, what the results were how much you made from those campaigns, and what you might do differently this year. 
With all of that analysis work done, you will have hopefully your baseline sales strategies that will give you what you made last year plus a little bit more because you are optimizing things and tweaking things. And then if you find that you're still not meeting your monthly forecasted targets, then what you also need is a few emergency levers. I like to call them emergency levers because if things ever happen, like maybe the economy dips a little bit or something happens and your best selling piece all of a sudden is sold out, things will always happen in business. And so it's really important to have these emergency levers that you know work and will bring you sales so that you can still hit your goals and you can still cover your expenses and put away runway, things like that. And these emergency levers will definitely look different for every single business because every single business has different products and different budgets and different situations. But one of them I never, never, never recommend to clients. And in fact, they're probably all sick of me saying this, but I do not recommend discounting your products. And I have talked about this quite a few times on Recloseted Radio, but I'll just do my little rant again. If you discount your products, you may get sales in the short term. Like if you do a 20% off sale, people may buy, but you're conditioning your customers to buy on sale. And I'm sure you can think of other brands where they did the same thing. And psychologically in the back of your mind, you're subconsciously like, oh, if this brand is going to go on sale, then I'm just going to wait till the next sale to buy. And all of a sudden they're not buying from you at full price anymore. So it's so important not to do discounting. When things are tough and you are in desperate measures, do not resort to this. Instead, I really encourage you to be creative and leverage other emergency levers. We help our clients develop their own customized emergency levers, and it's really hard for me without knowing about your business and knowing about your situation to recommend any of them, but I really encourage you to sit down and think creatively about what might work for you. And just make sure that you aren't resorting to a discount because yes, it could save you in the short term, but in the long term, it's definitely going to harm your business. I hope that this episode is helpful for you. And at the end of the day, there really is no one size fits all solution to increase your sales because everyone's product, everyone's branding, their marketing strategy and budgets are all different. But at Recloseted, we always take inventory of our customers' current approaches and their current strategies, how they're doing, we analyze all the data, and then we recommend tailored solutions. And that's really what I walked you through today, right? Like we took account of all of your historic sales data, we made a forecast, and then we also thought about your business as usual sales strategies, how you could tweak and optimize them. And then I also really pushed and encouraged you to think about emergency levers that don't include discounting. This is the exact approach that we take with our clients in the Conscious Apparel Accelerator Program, or CAA, which is our signature program that increases sales and scales slow fashion brands and really helps them to get to that next level. And I don't mind sharing this framework with you because I do genuinely want to help and see more successful slow fashion brands out there. If you enjoyed this episode and you really want to get started and you want to start to implement some of these things, then make sure you download our free sales ebook and workbook at www.recloseted.com sales. I will also leave a link in the show notes as well. 
when you download the ebook, you can get started right away and start to work towards that plan. And then you will also be put on the Conjures Apparel Accelerator waitlist. So you're the first to hear when doors open again to the program in a couple of months. I'm really excited about this program. It really does change the game for slow fashion brands. And we're finishing up right now. And so I'm really looking forward to working with some amazing slow fashion founders in a couple of months. So in the meantime, make sure you download the ebook, keep your eyes and ears peeled, or I guess your eyes peeled and your ears perked. (laughs) I don't know if that's even an expression, but I just made it up. But keep your eyes peeled and your ears perked for our free sales workshop in September. Again, follow us at Recloseted, turn on posts and story notifications so you don't miss out because we have limited spots. And yeah, I think that's it. I hope that this was super helpful for you. Feel free to DM us at Recloseted as well. If you have any questions, we are always here for you. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.